Are you feeling disconnected? Have you lost trust in your own inner guidance? Are you looking for a deeper meaning in life or the meaning of life? Visit wellnesscontinuing.com for spiritual tools and resources to facilitate your inner growth and help you to connect with your true nature. From a free podcast about consciousness and the afterlife to blog posts, from healing music to dream work and more, Wellness Continuing is the place to elevate your heart and mind. Visit wellnesscontinuing.com. Welcome to Life Continuing, conversations that explore consciousness, healing, and infinite existence. I'm Tanya Berg. In this final episode of season four, Donna Boyle returns to the show with a new spirit-inspired project. Donna Boyle is a direct messenger for spirit, psychic medium, author, teacher of yoga, meditation, and consciousness, and now a podcaster. Donna's new podcast, Linking to the Afterlife, can be found on all platforms. Her passion this lifetime is to support the current shift of soul consciousness. She currently works as a clear conscious channel for spirit, giving private and group readings and teaching online intuitive and mediumship development classes. Her book, The Universe Wants You to Remember, Inspiration and Intention from the World of Spirit, can be found on Amazon and Smashwords. Her writing is influenced by the musings of spirit. Donna, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, Tanya. I'm very excited because today we're going to talk about your podcast. Yes. And it's called Linking to the Afterlife. That's what it's called. Linking to the Afterlife. Amazing title. And uh, I got to listen to the first few episodes. So tell me then, tell me the parameters, the premise of the show first, and then we'll get into some of the details. I've been a medium for close to 10 years, just over 10 years now. And I've always, I love what comes through, but it's a private thing. It's not something I ever want to say to a guest, oh, let me share. Although I do share little tidbits without using people's names. And then, you know, you, I've been watching all the big wigs doing this, Tyler Henry, the Long Island medium. So this new podcast is basically that. Donna Boyle giving 20 to 30 minute readings speaking to my guest's loved one. And sometimes it'll be just the loved one comes through and other times my guest will say their name and I will bring the loved one through. That's already started to evolve into other things, but for the first six or seven episodes now, That's what it is. I am bringing through the voice, the feelings, the messages from spirit through the physical into the physical world. And along with that comes a lot of healing, a lot of tears, a lot of confirmations, affirmations, and proof that the afterlife exists. Yeah, um, definitely. That was captured in the episode called Family Reunion. That was really touching. Can you talk a little bit about that episode? The My client gave the name of someone in that episode. Was that correct? Her, her aunt or something came through. And 
the confirmation came from her aunt in the non-physical world directed me to something on my desk that said June, the end of June. I saw it on my desk. Oftentimes that will happen um, while I'm in a reading, my eyes will be gazing at something, nothing. And then all of a sudden I, I, I literally feel spirit turn my head and focus on something on my desk or on my wall or on the floor. So my head turned to this note I had on my desk that said, June, the end of June, something. So I said, does the month of June mean anything to your father? Because the father had come through at that time. And she said, well, I'm not really sure. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, wait, I know. Uh, my father is putting together a family reunion for the first time in over 10 years in June. And I said, do you know if it's like at the end of the month of June? She goes, yes. It is, as a matter of fact. And I said, that's what your aunt's bringing through. And that just started a, another level of, okay, so your aunt's going to be there and make sure you have this, this, and this. And my guest said, oh, yeah, we always run out of food. So thanks for the, thanks for the mention and thanks for the reminder. It was a, a heartwarming episode because it included not just one person, but a whole family. Right. Yeah. Definitely can uh, validate that. It was very, very heartwarming. And um, yeah, the healing that takes place from through readings, I, I think people don't really realize the benefit that they, you can have by linking to the afterlife. The healing that can occur is just so profound. I, I agree with that 100%. Even for me, as I'm giving the reading, because Donna is always in the background. My readings are totally spirit-led. I let them run the show, but I always hear myself in the background going, holy crap, did I just say what I just said? And holy crap, did she just agree with it? And so I love those moments and my practice of mediumship, because everything is a practice, has been evolving so much in the recent years that I feel just over these last few episodes it's exponentially evolved for my guest and for myself. That spirit like will all of a sudden just applaud me and go, I'm so happy you did this, Donna, because so much is happening. And the goal of the podcast, if you're ready to receive the messages, you as a listener will also expand in consciousness. I, I was going to add, yes, um, I know that these episodes and listening to this kind of uh, conversation, it's linking more than just to the afterlife. It's not just linking your client that's sitting with you. It's linking all of us to the story, some of us more than others, right? So there's a, there's a benefit to everyone that gets exposed to this kind of show. Exactly. And if you've watched any of the other people on TV, the mediums on TV do it, you feel that. And you may not feel it, I don't know, maybe vibrationally because you don't really know the person, but there's a piece of you picking up spirits, what spirits putting out. There's a piece of you. And I love that you said that because that was when, when the logo came to me. And I saw the three rings being put together. 
I didn't think anything of it because it came to me, it came to me in the middle of the night. I wake up at two in the morning. I hear from spirit in that moment. I heard the name and I saw the logo and I even heard the colors. They're like, we want it to be purple and gold. I'm like, okay. And at two o'clock in the morning, I got my phone and I started making the logo. And my phone is on, was on silent, so I wasn't getting any messages. When I looked at my phone a couple of minutes later after I had done the logo, my sister, who's my producer, she had texted me, you might want to start thinking about a logo. Oh, no. <laughs> that same exact moment, well, probably was a couple hours before. So I start making the logo, and it wasn't until days later that I recognized the logo, like you just said, is not only linking myself and my guest, but the whole world of spirit and the whole world of the physical, that everybody is within these rings. And again, if you choose to receive the message that is there vibrationally for all of us, you will be transformed. And I'm glad we're talking about this and driving that point home. Um, because I don't know if people are aware that this kind of material is not entertainment per se, right? It's not from the outside in where it's like, give me something to, you know, stimulate my mind or whatever to entertain me. But this is from the inside out. This is, this is going deep within and like you said, potentially transforming very different kind of material that's uh, available to us. Absolutely. And of course, it's entertaining, though, right? Of course, you can laugh, you can smile, you can cry. That to me is like you're watching a show because movies will do that. Same thing to me, vibrationally, right. right? And I find that I've always known this, and I know you, you know this, spirit knows before we know. There's that piece of us that already know. And if we can include ourselves in the word spirit in this physical world, they already know. So when I get a guest that, you know, just starts the official email saying, you know, I'd love to be, I'd love for you to read me. I'd love to have a session with you without even knowing about the podcast. And then when they come on and I ask, how did you hear about me? This one woman just the other day said, I was just going through Instagram reels and you popped up and I don't know why you popped up because I only get <laughs> reels on hair and reels on the Johnny Depp trial. But all of a sudden here's a medium. And mm -hmm. I, I laughed and my producer said, there's spirit playing with the algorithm of social media. So you're going to get what you need but it may not be what you've wanted, but it will be what you need. So the other episode that I just want to quickly discuss, we won't give it all away, but it's the goosebumps because that one, like that was a phenomenal one. I mean, the validation in that, please share about that one. My producer suggested, let's do an episode where you chime in and tell everybody, tell the listener what your process is. So that's what we did for this one, right? That's the one you're talking about. Yes? Yeah. Yes. So we did that. I said something and 
said my process and then we sh- we allowed you to hear the clip of how that happened and how that played itself out. And my guests that day, I always say, we got a really good participant here uh, to my producer. Um, she was very forthright about things she knew and things she didn't know. And a name came through. Um, we were speaking to her father in the afterlife and a name came through and you're right. I'm not going to give it away. And In that moment, she was reminded of something that that name could represent, and that's the road we went down. And it made sense to both of us, but Spirit knew otherwise, and they let us go on that route. Well, afterward, my guest called up her uncle, which was who the message was for, and he revealed something amazing that surprised all of us. Yeah. I really recommend that everybody listens to all of the episodes, but those ones in particular are, you know, very astounding and have lots of nice validations. So yeah, that's terrific. I'm excited for the future of the show because I think you have a great premise and I know you've got more in store. So it's, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what's next. It makes me think of the concept in a metaphysical sense about the multiverse and about time and space and how how that all intersects. Let's talk a little bit about that more because it's still something I'm wrapping my head around and I know a lot of people are still having trouble understanding and I would just love your clarity on that because I know you've talked about that in the past and I really like how you describe these things because you make it uh, a little more accessible and easy to understand. Absolutely, thanks. I just finished filming something for my social media. I put it in my drafts and it was about the multiverse. 10 years ago, when I was practicing this mediumship thing, I had a challenge one day where I was just distraught. I couldn't figure out what to do with it. None of my tools were working. So at the and I was just, I was frustrated beyond frustration. It was hurting me. It was, hurting my heart. It was hurting everything about me. So that night I asked whatever I was calling at that time, spirit, the universe, I asked, help me out. Give me a sign. Send me some help here. And the next morning I woke up and I opened my eyes and my bedroom didn't look familiar. Nothing looked familiar. And I'm like, who the hell am I? What's going on? But I kind of went with it because I've had weirder things happen in my life. I just kind of went with it got dressed. I knew I had to go to work. I didn't know where work was at that point, but I knew some part of me, I was going to work, went downstairs. I was living with my cousin at that time. She greets me. Hey, Donna, how's it going this morning? And I looked at her and went, I have no idea who you are. And I said that because she knew what I was, what I was going through at that time. She's like, well, don't worry about it. She's trying not to get stressed. Don't worry about it. You'll be okay. Do you know how to get to work? And I'm like, I think so. So I got in my car and I'm driving to work, but I don't know where I'm going. And then a part of Donna lifted above me and I could see myself looking down at myself driving. But the Donna that I was at that moment was above myself. Drove to work, got there, got out of my car, walking through my the employees and they're all, hey, Donna, how's it going? And I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. I have no idea. I don't know their names. 
and this was a, a job I had at a car wash just because I needed some extra money. And I go to stand behind the cash register and I apparently knew, remembered how to do all of that. Eventually it integrated. Eventually whoever that was integrated back. And I remembered the names. I remembered my name. I remembered my way home from work and I got home and I sat there and I'm talking to my cousin, I think at that time, she said, okay, is it better? And I said, it is. And I remembered the day before. I remembered the problem I had, but I couldn't remember the problem. I remembered feeling horrible, but I couldn't remember the problem. I remember asking the universe, source, spirit, but that's all. So I realized at that moment that there was another Donna. There were multiple Donnas in all different timelines. And one of those Donnas didn't have that problem. So that Donna came to me overnight and fixed whatever that was I was challenged by. So I've been living with that story for almost 10 years and recognizing the multiverse now and what that can do for us by tapping into a Donna or a Tanya from a past life, a future life, something in this life, because they all coexist. It's, it's circular. It's not linear. We know this. And everything that's happening is happening at the same time. There's another Donna right now doing this, but maybe talking about something different or talking about the future. That, that's understandable to me. Is that understandable? Did I explain that? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of wrap my head around that one. So you're saying that if we subscribe to the fact that there's multiple of us, right? So you're saying that because of your issue or the concern you had, um, another one of you, another part of your higher self or soul went into your, like took over that day, I guess, and went about your business. And then you watched yourself from a higher level, kind of like out of body experience and observed that taking place. And then when you came back into yourself and integrated, it sounds like then everything balanced out, like the issue was resolved, somehow that healed. Is that what I'm understanding? That's what I think I'm saying. I, even to this moment, even in this moment, I still am amazed because if I didn't hover above myself at that moment, I maybe wouldn't have even thought that. I think that hovering above myself and watching myself drive in that moment, I'm looking at myself going, there's Donna and here's Donna. And I know, and you know that I've had experiences, all out of body experience, altered states. This was another one. This was like during the day and I'm just driving along. So I use it now. I use that multiversity, multiversitality of what's going on. And that's what <laughs> Dr. Strange talks about, right? All the different dimensions, Spider-Man and the multiverse, all different Spider-Mans, all different Donnas. But why not? Because it works. Why not try it? Why not put it in another bag of your tricks? The same way you would work with a past life, Donna. I've done enough past life work. Those Donnas existed, but they were a different body. 
but it was my soul, our soul. So the same thing with multiversality, Donna. Still Donna, different body, but it's a piece of my soul in all of those other places. You also said that it might have been a, a, a past life you that had come through or t- participated. So talk to me then about past lives. Bring that into what you're saying. The, the first time I started past lives, I was in therapy. And something came out of my mouth and my therapist said, ooh, you might want to try past life work. And I went, what the hell is that? So I just went home and I Googled it. And I did a past life meditation and I saw myself and that started, I saw myself in those past lives with this guy that I was trying to get rid of. I just saw myself and I recognized, but yes, to your point, I recognized that those Donna's didn't have the capability that I had in that moment. So in that moment of Donna in this life, I said to myself, I'm not Donna in those other lives anymore. And this is how I can fix this situation. Yeah, that's the first time I've said that, but that makes perfect sense. And then in past lives, if I have a challenge now, I will immediately go to my computer and call up a past life meditation, maybe even one of my own. And I will go in to figure out what that challenge is from. Just the other day, I did a reading and you'll hear this on a, future season, I think, of linking to the afterlife. This woman did not expect. She was part of one of the people that said, the algorithm shifted and I found you on Instagram. And I said, I went through a past life. I immediately connected to a past life to her. Immediately. It came in immediately. And I started bringing up the characteristics of her in that past life. And she said yes to everything. She agreed with everything. That's the way I am in this life too. So I said, did you have expectations for this reading? And she said, I didn't have expectations, but I certainly didn't expect that. And we went through a beautiful healing um, with her past life and her. And she just emailed me early this morning and said, let me respond a little bit more now cohesively to what happened after the reading and how everything transformed overnight and the job that she was waiting for happened that day. She got the email. Wow. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. Some, some people think that maybe um, connecting with past lives gets, keeps us stuck in the past. Maybe we can, we get too attached to what happened to us and we don't move forward in this life or heal. Um, But I see a lot of healing benefit as long as you don't do that, as long as you don't attach too much to the past, right? So then as far as let's merge into manifestation, because I think this is a good segue. So how do we then use this multiverse to manifest what we want or, or the path, a good path of, for our life in this life? How do we use all of that to our advantage? I'm not sure if I myself would use the word manifest. I've never been a fan of that sort of let's put up the vision board. Let's do that. Okay. I just always would say, all right, 
what's in my life right now and what do I need to learn from your comment about only using past lives to learn from it. If you're not going to do the healing, you could stay forever in past lives. Absolutely. But like, let's say for the podcast, let's, let's use this as an example. You've heard this from many people. I'm sure I've been wanting to start a podcast forever. Right. And finally it happened. Well, yes, I was that person also. And each time I started a podcast in the past, I learned something, but then it never came to fruition. They didn't judge it. I said, oh, okay, well, I guess I learned that. Let's see what happens. Then I would let it go. A year or so later, someone else would say, I'd love to do a podcast with you. And we'd start a process, but it wouldn't happen. But I learned something from it. So just the way this one just all of a sudden happened, my sister said, I need to talk to you. And I went, oh, what's this going to be about? And she just said, why don't we do a podcast? And I went, huh, could this be another one of those times or will this time it actually go? And it just went, it just went, it just went as fast as it could possibly go. It happened. And that's when I knew all of those times in the past, was I manifesting this one? I don't want to say that, but I was thinking about it. I'm not going to say I didn't think about it. I was thinking about what it would do vibrationally to me and to others. And that was my goal. So I like to say to people, if you're doing past life work, what's your intention? What's your end game? And that's what I say to myself. If I'm going to do a podcast, Donna, what's your end game? What is it you want to do with that podcast? And then I hold that vibration of uh, sending out love, allowing people to receive the message, allowing people to hear it, even if they don't understand it right away. And I've held that. I've held that for years. So if that's manifestation, then yes, I manifested this. However, if I'm under the knowing that my whole, my whole life is already planned out, I can't make any mistakes, then manifestation isn't something that you made happen. It put you in the vibration of receiving what was going to happen if anyway, eventually it was going to happen, but you were in a better space to receive it. Like the woman I just read, that phone call about her job was going to happen that day, regardless of what she did the day before. So because we had that session the day before, spirit led, spirit knew the exact day to make that session, her body, her vibration received and she was able to go into that interview with a different her, <laughs> with a different her. That did, did I answer that? Yeah, no, I gotcha. Essentially, um, and we've you and I have talked about this before. It's like you, the podcast was already created, and you are catching up to it. Yes, yes, and you feel that. You feel that. We just talked about this. You feel that because within hours, I've got the logo in my head. I've got the name in my head. I've got the colors in my head. And I'm already thinking, how is this going to happen? All right. And it just went. It just went. So, yes, I'm catching up to it. This is the order of it. It was meant to happen just now. I had to go through 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. I tell people you can't jump from A to Z. You have to go through A, B, C. So why not be ready in each moment to receive whatever's coming at you in that moment? I used to say, wake up in the morning and say, I am ready. Now I say, show me I'm ready. So then there's there's that perspective. And it sounds like you um, subscribe to the perspective that everything is already planned by us. And again, we are catching up to it. We are going through the process, the A, you know, A to Z, um, but going through each step to get to that plan destiny. Where does free will play into this? That's another, you're bringing up all my challenging phrases. <laughs> We could have that discussion for hours um, because back when I started this, I had two friends that kept throwing at me. But what about free will? But what about free will? Free will to me, I think, just means choice. It's just another word for choice. If my sister said, do you want to start this podcast? I said, no, I'm not. I don't want to do that right now. That's my choice. Does it mean that two days later I call her back and say, okay, Changed my mind. Is that free will or is that choice? I really still don't have an answer for that, Tanya. I just use the word choice instead of free will. You have the choice to do whatever you need to do for your evolution as a soul, knowing that your choices don't stop you from doing what you're meant to do as a soul, that your choices just maybe was meant to be, you were meant to choose that instead of that. Um, I can't say my choice to date that guy that wasn't good for me years ago. I made that choice and I made that choice because I now know I was meant to learn all of those things. I guess it's hard for me to use the term free will because I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Maybe it's kind of like for me, manifestation. I just work, I work it another way. And I guess that's what everybody does. If you understand a word differently or vibrate differently, I'd like to just, I'd like to just use a word that vibrates with me that I resonate with. Right. Um, I'm still seeing in my head choice. I'm not seeing free will, but isn't that what choice is? You have the free will to make the choice. Sure. So here's a scenario. I had a friend, um, she met someone, uh, and then a few days later, she had a reading with a psychic. And this, uh, the reader said, uh, oh, she goes, I don't know, I, I'm seeing like wedding. Like, I don't know if you even know if I should tell you that <laughs> right away. But in the and my friend's like, kind of surprised, but she's like, oh, that's lovely. You know, that's, I think I'm might be ready. So she carried on the relationship, moved forward, everything went well. And it looked like, and it should have from outer appearance, uh, led, you know, down the aisle. And, um, but then through, through a choice of her partner dealing with some issues, had he chosen to, um, deal with something very significant, they would have ended up being married, but he didn't choose that. And that's what caused 
right? The disillusion of the relationship because it, it wasn't able to move forward um, with those conditions. So, and we've been trying to figure this out for a long time and look at it from different angles. But, you know, in my mind, to me, it's obvious he made a free will choice to not heal whatever was the problem. And that's what, that's what made them not get married. So I'm just saying it just looked, it was like he had two choices. He had two paths and he chose the one that didn't work for her, obviously. I, I agree with that. If you want to assume that everything in your outer world is about you. Everything in your outer world is about you. I would look at that just by that quick story you told when that psychic told her wedding, it put her in a different vibration. That was a great thing for her because she was more open and receiving. And that's the way I would look at that. But I wouldn't attach to wedding. I would attach to, this is why vision boards don't work for me. Because none, how does that make you feel if the wedding doesn't happen or the thing on the vision board doesn't happen? So if I don't attach to the end result, I only attach to the emotion. How does it feel to have that? How does it feel to think that maybe this is the one? But I'm not going to attach that it is the one. I'm going to keep learning along the way. But it puts you in a different vibration, just like a dream would put you in a different vibration to open, to receive. That just pushed her along a different path. It's okay, he's not the one, but look how much she learned. So now when the next one comes along, she's even more open to receive. Whatever the end result is, someone just text, someone just commented on one of my posts on TikTok, I think, about a dream she had about meeting the love of her life and how she couldn't see him. But she felt everything she felt. And she woke up with that renewed vision of he's coming. Well, I've had that same dream. And then I woke up and I thought, what if that person is me that's coming? What if that person is just that masculine side of me coming together to join me, to join in one, to become one? So I held on to that feeling, me on the outside, but I kept it on the inside. I didn't attach to the guy's coming. I attached to how great that feels. I actually pictured like him in the kitchen making my green smoothie in the morning, but I didn't attach to him coming. I attached to that feeling that I was lacking for my own self. I was lacking that excitement about getting up in the morning and making my green smoothie and feeling one with myself. It's all about me. It's always about me. Yeah, I gotcha. It's funny because um, I also see that my friend's issue really was, you know, her heart chakra was very shut off. So it was actually more her growth and lesson than, it. I mean, it was his too. I think we're always student and teacher with each other, but definitely, um, she still needed to do a lot of healing and growing as well. And that relationship gave her that, even though it didn't end the way she had hoped. And she was very shut off to getting married until that was put kind of plant, that seed was planted. And that's what started to open the heart. 
because she wouldn't have gone through with it had she not have thought that there was that kind of potential. So I just, I see how it all plays out now, but at the time we were both <laughs> trying yes. to figure things out for her and uh, yeah, interesting yes. perspective, but yes. So everything is for us and about us in a non um, egotistical way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I, I see it as being just, selfish if people people have called me that and called things i've done yes yes i'm taking care of me first me first all the messages are for me 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 and if my message changes my vibration my soul my purpose then it will eventually change others but i can only do that through here do you remember that time jfk came and you and i had that discussion that morning when that 24 hours of of that happened to me and that was proof that, you know, I found a newspaper. We don't have time to go into the whole thing, I'm sure here, but I found a newspaper in the house that I was living in. JFK is one of my spirit guides. And I call him John because he came through in a reading as John now, not JFK. So now I call him John. So we've had this intimate connection now, and I still didn't know my past lives with him, though I knew I had a past life with him. So one day a ton of stuff happened. And that day, I went into my basement and I saw an old newspaper. And the day before I had a message from Abraham Lincoln. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if that newspaper has something to do with John. And I looked at the newspaper. I took everything off the table. And that newspaper was the front page of my local paper 60 years before. And on the front page was a picture of JFK. And you and I talked about this. The things that had to happen in the last 60 plus years for that newspaper to be here again in my house that my brother bought only six years ago and for some reason saved that paper in the basement but loaded all his tools on top of it until five months after I move in, my eye is diverted to that table, a table I've walked past hundreds of times. But remember how spirit will divert you if you listen. They will, if you allow them, they will move your head. They will move your thoughts. They will move you into the space of the present moment. And that's when I saw the newspaper. I call it practice. Sure. When people say to me, I'm trying, Donna, I'm trying to do that. I said, throw trying out of your vocabulary. Trying to me means you're going to pass or fail. Say you're practicing. So every day you wake up, I practice meditation every day. I practice riding my bike just as much as I would practice my own soul purpose. So practice. Every day is a practice. Put into practice what you've been learning your whole life. Put it now into your purpose. Practice now your purpose. And that leads me into my next um, topic is the vibration, how it changes your vibration and how it's not only the words you use and the actions, but it's just simply like you can walk into a room, not say a word, but if you're carrying that higher vibration, that evolved practiced vibration, like you said, you can affect everyone and everything around you. People want to be around that. People, whether they remember it 
from a past life or this life? Because how many times have people said to you, I just saw you and I knew you were the one I was meant to talk to. There's something about you that drew me to you, your authenticity. And my response is always, I work at that. I work at being a practice, being authentic. I practice with the stuff I'm learning every day so that my vibration stays in that fifth and sixth dimension. Now, there are definitely times when I go back down to 3D or 4D and and recognize that and say, what do I need to do right now? But you're absolutely right. When you walk into a room, your vibration is with you. And people will either be or want to be around you or not want to be around you. It goes the other way too, because they in some way might be remembering also a past life with you. I've had that happen. Thankfully, with a woman that was able to discuss it and say, I see this past life with you. And I say, I know that past life. I know, I know you in that past life. I know what you're saying. And I can understand why you don't want to be around me because of that past life. So when you could look at everything, like we just said, that it's about you, it's not about that other person. Your message is for you. If that other person brings up something for you, whether it's something in the world or something in government, when it brings up something for you, my first comment is, I thank that person for bringing that up in me. Because they had to agree to that. They had to agree to be that person, whether it's globally, throughout the U.S. or whatever, or just for your personal life. They agreed to do that so that you could learn. So I thank them. And I might not even have to say anything else. I might just do that work within me. Yeah, it's very powerful. And this is, this is how we create that inner shift and how we um, evolve the entire planet is eventually, right? Because our vibration extends outward and the stronger it is, the more evolved it is, the further out it goes. And then it helps the next person who then has a high vibration, helps the next person and so on. So it's pretty powerful stuff. And this is the vibration that you're bringing and putting out into the world through your podcast, which is the wonderful aspect of being able to put out a podcast into the world. Yep. Anywhere you view podcasts, it's there. And if you, I I hear a lot of people say, Oh, Donna, I really want to hear, but I'm not a podcast. I don't know anything about podcasts. I'm like, just let me know. I will direct you. You don't have to watch it or listen on your phone. You can do it on your computer too. And the vibrational thing. I also have a couple books. One is available right now. And it's only, it's what it is, is, verses or phrases from spirit that I've gathered for the last seven or eight years. And they have a vibration also. So reading a book or reading any book, really, it happened to me when I read Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, 20 years ago, it set a vibration in me. I felt the vibration, even though I couldn't understand the words at that time, I felt the vibration of it. So my book, The Universe Wants You to Remember, It's inspiration and intention. And they're quotes and you would pick it up just as you would pick up a tarot card or any sort of I Ching, any sort of flipping the pages and figuring it out what you need to know in that moment. 
and you read the verse and your soul vibrates with it as you take in the words and that changes you whether you feel it in that moment or that day or weeks later you're like oh i just got what i read a week ago i just felt it so your vibration picks it up sometimes before you even know consciously what it's doing for you right Someone just told me that recently, uh, I was reading their book, it's about metaphysical healing. And, you know, he suggested to read it again, and even multiple times and to pay attention to the different things that you end up picking up, because you're going to focus that day, spirit will turn your attention, like you had said before, to the thing that you need at that particular moment. So it's, again, it, that's kind of the point I was making earlier with the podcast and with, like you just said, with anything you read, it's about um, the vibration and it's about how it affects you from the inside out rather than, and it's entertaining. Yes, we can laugh. We can, uh, you know, feel, have a good feeling after about, especially about something very touching, but deep, deep down it's doing something else. So we're getting a lot more benefit from these kinds of topics and subject matters. Exactly. And not, not a lot of, well, if you watch other mediums on TV or whatever, hundreds, thousands, millions of people are tuning in, but they, a lot of them don't understand what they're tuning into. How, how is this happening? But absolutely what you just said, they're picking up the vibration of it. So weeks down the road or maybe a year down the road they'll be like i think i'm ready to have a reading now i think i'm ready to figure out this now or they just suggest it to someone else and someone else gets turned on to it and yeah it's such a vibrational thing and i love the way you don't always have to speak that you can just breathe or meditate or and just feel the vibration or watch the water watch a child play those are all ways to raise your vibration that's that was a good segue so where can we find you online where's the best place to um find the link to your podcast i think if you just at this point google donna boyle medium you're gonna get whatever's out there um the podcast is everywhere everywhere any place that you would look if you're not familiar with the ways to receive podcasts, you can go to any of my social media and I have links there. You can go to my Linktree profile, which I'm sure Tanya will put in the show notes and that will guide you there. Facebook, everything has it. TikTok, I'm on Instagram. Every day I do something. I don't know how that happened, but that happened too. And that was many months of me saying, no way, no way, no way. And one day my daughter said to me, Mom, you should go on TikTok. TikTok, no way. I don't enjoy that. But a couple of weeks later, there I was doing word of the day on TikTok. And still there, word of the day, six months later. Through the spirit dictionary. I love the concept. It's so inspiring. It's just like, it's any, it's like it's anything. People have said, I do that with the Bible. I'm like, that's a great way. I do that with I Ching. That's a great way. I remembered when I started, just really, I remembered recently because someone mentioned the I Ching long before I was a medium. I've said this many times. 
over 20 years ago, I had a book on the I Ching. And that's what I would do. I would ask a question in my head, flip the pages, and I would end up on some a page and I would read. Instead of throwing the coins, I would read just by flipping the pages. And yeah, that's what I'm doing right now with Spirit Dictionary. Flipping the pages, spinning with the Spirit Dictionary. <laughs> I love it. Thank you again, Donna, for being here and uh, sharing your wisdom and your insight. And congratulations on the podcast. It, I'm so excited for its development. Yes, yeah, so am I. Thank you so much, Tanya. And I'm sure Tanya, again, will have a link down there. Linking to the afterlife. Uh, linking, that's a good word. Thank you again so much, Tanya, for having me. Thanks for listening to Life Continuing. A special thanks to Donna Boyle. For more on Donna, please visit evolutionforyoursoul.wordpress.com. The advisor to the show is Amanda Capito. The music for this podcast was composed by Richard Farron. I'm your host, Tanya Berg. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow on Instagram at Life Continuing Podcast. And check out wellnesscontinuing.com for spiritual tools and resources to elevate your heart-mind. And be sure to join me next time, where we'll continue this conversation about life continuing. <laughs>